The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I got, got the ming of the minds here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, this is an all-star crew. What a humbling <laughs> experience to be in the... Uh... The presence of Coach Warzu and the infamous Panther rant. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm blessed to be here. I know. <laughs> I know. I got so. Much, I, I mean, I wish I could have had you guys before the tournament. I could have known who to what what teams to pick, but I don't know. It's this tournament's so unpredictable. With you know, I'm I mean, not sure but, I could have been any help. I probably would have taken Kentucky to Final Four. Yeah, I had them losing. I had him losing to I think Purdue I think in Elite Eight. Not to double check, but I had them. I didn't have. I, I had ba- I had Baylor and uh, Gonzaga facing off in the Final Four. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. I had. Yeah, two, I, 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 I had Gonzaga win it all, but I don't fill out a bracket. Warzu. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I had uh, I had two brackets and I had one with Kentucky, so that's obviously done. And then I got Purdue winning it all. Staying with my preseason pick in one in one of them, Purdue over. Yeah, uh, you're 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 a big Ethan Morton guy. <laughs> no, <laughs> not not necessarily a big Ethan Morton. I'm a big Jaden Ivy guy. I actually, you I, know, I feel like that was more. They, I, I kind of <laughs> had them as a sleeper last year, getting to the Final Four, um, and I figured, hey, maybe I was a year early. Um, yeah, you know, with that pick, right. Right. No, yeah, I'm watching. Look, what, they're, they're showing some old guy dancing in the crowd at the Creighton game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know that. That uh, I still think that uh, the game last night, best one of the tournament so far. No. Yeah. yeah I, I, um, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. What about you? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I, I mean, the Richmond Iowa game was was a pretty good game today. Um, but I mean, this the Kentucky game's up to. It's been a very good. I thought it was going to be more of a snoozer the first uh, the first day for some reason, but it it actually turned out pretty well. I'm going tomorrow, so I'm hoping it's a repeat of the first time uh, in Pittsburgh last year. Or I mean, you know, four years ago, whatever that was. Uh, we had some good games. Who's who's all in that bracket tomorrow? So the early set, I believe, is the it opens with Loyola in Ohio State, mm-hmm. and the three o'clock game I want to say is Villanova. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, UAB Houston at night, and then maybe Illinois. I know Illinois Chattanooga is there at night. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's that's a, that's a, a lot of good games right there. Outside of probably the Villanova game, I'm tired uh, of seeing Villanova here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it, they might they might as well be in Pittsburgh with how often they're here now. Yeah, I mean, give me another team. <laughs> right, right, right. Tired of seeing uh, Jay right here. He's given us enough misery. 
Yeah, I know. Ever since Scotty Reynolds, I've I just love seeing I love seeing Villanova in the tournament. That, yeah. I'll be honest with you guys. I have not even listen. I'm not even lying. I have not seen that Scotty Reynolds shot ever because ever? we were we listen. Really? We were at lot. It's a crazy story. We were at lot seventeen at the bar watching that game. Direct TV cable goes out. Right when, right when, right when the ball's inbounded to Villanova it is about to be inbounded by Villanova. The cable goes out. People are standing <laughs> on the bar, going crazy. Cable comes back on. The ball is through the net. <laughs> I have not watched the replay. I, you might think that I'm exaggerating. I have not watched the replay. Wow. Not even seen it at all. <laughs> Me, me and my uh, that was the year after I graduated. Me and my brother uh, flew up to Providence and then took the train into Boston to go to Sweet Sixteen and and uh, in the Elite Eight games and and it, that was not a good trip home. It was that was just that was heartbreaking. Yeah, my um, I think I yeah I was right before I moved to Houston. I remember I watched it with my dad and my uncle and. I just remember, I think my, I, I, my uncle, I swear to God, he looked like somebody died. He just, he, yeah, I, I thought we were at a funeral home together. It just, he looked like he was about to cry. That's, that was, yeah, that was a pretty painful. I, I've, I've rewatched the replay of it to see, you know, what went wrong. And, and, uh, I don't know. It just, he just got the ball and made a hell of a, hell of a play. Well, the Jermaine Dixon turnover before that was even, you know, probably even more dev- Like, that's probably, even bigger Ugh. play than the than the Reynolds going to make that play, you know. You're, yeah, you're 100 percent right, and that's kind of like mm. the. I feel like that's kind of like the Barry Bonds Chico Lane type of scenario where everybody's yep. blaming the Barry Bonds bad throw, but it was kind of that Chico Lane uh, error where you're you're exactly yep. right. That's your main Dixon turnover might have been more Turn costly to... than maybe the Olay by Gill or you know or whatever. What about what about the missed third strike? <laughs> that, that, oh, yeah. all, that was pretty damn bad too. <laughs> that was also bad. I know. What, I, what I, was I, a more I, heart, I, what, what was a more heartbreaking moment? Cincinnati or uh, football in two thousand nine, or or uh, Villanova in two thousand nine? Oh, that's know, a good one. I, I'll be honest with you. Somebody brought it up on Twitter, um, and I never even thought about it like this. I was there for that Butler loss. And maybe, maybe because I saw the actually saw the ending, mm-hmm. that was more heartbreaking than the Reynolds ending. Because maybe because I never saw it, uh, right? But man, I felt like they had a great chance once they got through, once they got through uh, Butler. Well, that, that I I've said to people like, you know, this the 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 difference between coaching like coaches is like so thin. It's unbelievable. Like if if they win that game. Who's to say they don't make that same run? Like you just said, they don't make that same exactly. run that Butler makes. And Jamie Dixon is coaching in the NBA instead of Brad Stevens. No, I, I mean, you're, you're 100% right. I mean, USA basketball got ties to a lot of those big-time young guys. You know, that's a great point. Um, you know, like I said, I was there, you know, in the building for that. So maybe mm-hmm. I have a little bias towards that outcome being more disappointing. But uh, – yeah. I love going against the grain and non-cliche, I guess. Yeah, Shelvin. Yeah, he. I think Jimmy Kate coached. Uh, he coached Shelvin Mack, I think, in that U nineteen tournament. Like, I think it was right before that season began. I think. 
Right, right. Yes, he did. He did. He did. Um, 2009 Cincy football for me because I didn't get to go to the game. I was coaching at LaRoche College at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, my brother's texting me scores while I'm on the bench. And he said, I just, it's like 31 14 or something. And, and he said mm-hmm. he just booked his ticket to New Orleans. And that asshole against us. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, that's back when I had also had pit football season tickets. And, you know, like you said, they're up there. They're up big. And we're, we're getting, we're around all kinds of Cincy fans. We're getting into them. Yeah. Oh, Papa. See, it's a Papa John's pizza bowl. See, it's a Little Caesars bowl. You know, luckily, luckily our buddy who was at the 50-yard line down low said, hey, come on down, you know, at halftime. We had seats down here because there was all pit fans. I couldn't imagine the scene if we had stayed up around those Cincy fans up, you know, in the in the 300 level or we're up 200 level in Heinz Field. It could have been bad. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. That is is that since he lost the worst pit, lo- pit football loss of all time? Yeah, in your lifetime. In your lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that I think that's the worst I've ever experienced. I don't I don't think I've ever been lower than that. I mean, yeah. I mean, just the expectations and look, you can't count the uh, Fiesta Bowl against Utah because that was like the first. You know, we're, yeah. we're going to get back. Right. I, that's Cincinnati. I, I mean, especially because what that could have did for the program, you know, all of a sudden yeah. you win that you're playing against Tim Tebow in Florida and the Sugar Bowl, and you probably yep. fare better than Cincinnati. But once that might still be the coach if he wins that game. Probably, oh, 100%. yeah. Because yeah, uh, it was a very fine line of him getting, uh, him getting fired or, or let go. Yeah. Um, right, right. Yeah, that, the Sun Bowl, I think, really um, – he really fell off favor at that Sun Bowl. And I think, you know, after blowing that game against uh, Cincinnati, I think that was pretty much the beginning of, beginning of the end for him. You know, that was that, right. fi- that final year. That final year, they start they, – they were Biggie's favorites. And they came – they start off bad at the gate. And then they were – you know, they were – they recovered a little bit. And then all of a sudden, they just um, – that backyard Barnes Morgan time – you know they, oof! That was like one of the, one of the worst backer brawls I've ever seen. They just they just got destroyed at home. I mean, I mean oh, that, yeah. that 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 Thursday night Utah game was, was just a disappoint. I mean, another disappointment where you know that was a pit team where you thought, man, you know they could get back. They could another disappointing loss to start the season, and it, once you lose that one game, it's over. And then, the, the, you know, the moment I knew it was over, we're playing Miami that year in 2010, and it's like 17-3 in the third quarter, and there's a, there, there's a defensive timeout or whatever, and, and we're getting our ass kicked, and, and the entire defense is out there, like, dancing to, you know, whatever the popular rap song was at the time. It's just like, you know, <laughs> you're getting killed. Is that, that when Dan Mason uh, got injured? Is that that same Miami Yes, game that was when Dan Mason oh, got injured, yeah. yep. Oh, yep. I was. Yep. You know, it's funny you say that because I was losing my mind coming out of it, coming out of there, and because those guys were on the, you know, guys are on the sideline laughing and stuff. Uh, you know, I couldn't, but you know, they're getting embarrassed on national television, and like you said, guys are on the sideline dancing and laughing. It was insane to me. Yep, no doubt. 
Yeah, but just I remember, yeah, because I think the point the players were kind of, I don't know if they, they, it seemed like at times they didn't take once that serious, you know, like they just, I, I don't know. There was there was times where they, they people felt that Dave was more, I guess, easy on the players and, you know, than other coaches were. But uh, I know. Yep. And I think there was a report where he, there was a lot of off-field incidents for Pitt that, that year, and I pretty much he had nothing really to stand on after that. I mean, he, you know, what you know, once things went downhill, that was you know that was about it. He, you know, and then of course we went through the whole coaching carousel until Narduzzi came. Yeah, yeah. Oh, geez, that was that was a cast of characters going through Haywood and uh, and then Todd Graham and and <laughs> then and then having the. Uh, you know, Chris, uh, we were just, oh man, was he bland. Uh, oh, he was. <laughs> I mean, that was just, that was a disaster. What a disaster bunch of years for pit football that was. Yeah, it, it, just. It, it wasn't looking too good with, uh, for, for a little bit with Narduzzi either. Um, no. You know, luckily he, he salvaged a little bit this year. Uh, to be honest with you, I, I still think the season was a little more disappointing than most uh, due to the fact that I don't know when Pitt – well, granted, thank, thankfully, they look good for this coming year, hopefully. But who knows when they'll be in that position, you know, moving forward where they could get to, you know, the playoff. But then they lose to a team, you know, a team like Western Mich- Western Michigan, who's not even top tier in the MAC but they're no. middling the bottom tier uh, max pool. I, I don't know. You know, people – a lot of people think that this season was a great success. It was a great, a great season. Pickett had a great season. But to me, looking back compared to other seasons, I think it was more of a disappointment just because of where they could have been without yep. another one of those typical pit nor doozy letdown losses. Or even – you could even bring back Wani. I mean, all those pit letdown losses. I mean, it just all goes back to that. It's it's yeah. been that way since 1982. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember if I had season tickets for 2003, and you know, and that was a big year. We were, I think they were they were preseason top 10, top 15. High, you know, Larry Fitzgerald Heisman candidate, Rod Rutherford coming back, and they had a def- I guess, but they lost some key components of their defense and. They just couldn't stop the counter for the the, main, the counter misdirection plays for anything. They're just their defense, and of course Brandon Myrie got hurt, and they had no then a running back for the most part, and pretty much the offense was pretty much Rutherford, you know, throwing the ball, throwing the ball, to whoever. Right. Who was who was the backup on that team? Was that was that uh, Nick uh, Nick going? I, uh, that was that was jo- uh, I think it was Jawan Walker actually. Oh, okay. Okay. When, yeah, was Nick, Nick, when was Nick going there? He was Nick there with Goings. Kevin Barlow. That's right. It was Barlow and Goings. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and Walt and Walt kept shuffling between both of them. I think both you know both Barlow and Goings went you know they went to the NFL. But I think you know Goings played for Carolina for a little bit, and um, Barlow I guess had a few years in San Francisco, and then just he uh, he just I don't know if his career just flamed out or what. Right. Right. So let's talk some hoops. Yeah. What? Uh, so, all right. Let's go into uh, Warzoo. Have you, have, have you had any games that you uh, you like today? Gambling. 
You know what? Today, today was not not that great of a day. Um, was one and one. Uh, you know, actually, it hasn't been that bad. Uh, one and one so far. I got Arkansas on the back end of a two uh, two team money line parlay with Providence. Um, I'm trying. Kentucky screwed me. Uh, had them minus sixteen. We'll rip that. We'll, is the back end of a parlay. We'll rip that up. And then I got Mercer minus two tonight. Um, hoping, hoping to get hot tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, by the way, <laughs> I just came across on Twitter that Dickie V had Iowa versus Kentucky in the final game. <laughs> well, I tell you what, Dickie V can rip that. He can rip that one up. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, 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 uh, I feel bad ripping on him just because of what he's been going on, but going through. But man, you know, that's uh, that's a brutal, that's a brutal first day. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's that's not a good start to your bracket. I uh, I forgot that I did have Iowa in a money line parlay, and they screwed me. You know, I, I thought that Richmond was going to be, you know, kind of out of mm-hmm. gas. I thought, listen, when you shoot, when you're two for twenty at one point as a team from three. And yeah. uh, the McCaffrey kids four for six. You know you're in trouble. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, I mistakenly took. I, well, this was good. I took actually. Um, I took St. Peter's with the uh, with plus eighteen on a, on a Kentucky. So I did pretty good there. Uh, I took New Mexico plus six and a half over UConn, but I took the under, which was one thirty two. And yeah, they 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 scored one thirty three. So yeah, there's. I hate do, I hate picking unders because they're always stressful. Yeah. So who do we like tomorrow? Who's everybody's lean tomorrow? I know there. I know uh, Loyola is a is a popular is a popular pick. I know because Ohio State has been struggling. To be honest with you. Yeah. I was, uh, I, 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 you know, I'm out of the gambling game, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know uh, who I'd pick, but. Uh, and I don't even know the line, so I, I can't go with anything like that. But, uh, you know, what what are your guys' thoughts? The, usually uh, you want to fade whoever the the uh, the entire public is taking, though. So, uh, yeah, you know, exactly. I don't know. I don't know if I'd take who. I don't know if I'd take Loyola. Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big fade the public guy. Plus, they have a new coach, too. I mean, they don't have the same coach as before. And, Listen, but, Sister uh, Jean's still there. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I, I like I said on my pod, my my earlier podcast, I said I'm surprised the churches don't invite her and like have a cover to the, get in the church. You know, you know. Oh, she should listen. She should be eating for free at Epiphany. She should be eating for free at Epiphany tomorrow for sure. Give her, <laughs> give her holy. Give her. Listen. Give Sister Jean the double halushi, the mac and cheese, <laughs> the one pounder, <laughs> and send her out the door. Let's get Leola a win tomorrow. Oh my! You're you're a Sister Jean fan. Listen, I'm so sick of Sister Jean. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's a, it's a little close to my heart because I was helping out Coach Seifert over at the Shady Side Boys and Girls Club. And a little known fact: mm. Sister Jean's first year at Loyola, he was on the basketball team. Oh wow! Oh wow! Nice. And, and the crazy here's the, so here's the here's a crazy story about this guy Peabody legend, uh, multiple sports goes on to play minor league baseball for the Cardinals, quits, enrolls at Loyola Chicago to play hoops, 
plays like half a season and the NCAA says, hey, um, we actually forgot that you took money to play minor league baseball, so you're ineligible and you can't play college basketball. Ever. <laughs> wow, that sucks. That's terrible. Yeah, I mean, this is what – I mean, whenever – that was Sister Jean's first year there, so that's got to be, what, 70 years? I mean, shoot, 60 years ago. Jeez. 70, I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's amazing that old bag's still around. Listen, yeah, I mean, let's just hope she gets through this. Let's, let's hope she gets through this tournament. She's close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the last thing we need is for her to die on TV. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> Uh, jeez. <laughs> what What about TCU and uh, Seton Hall? Does uh, Does Jimmy Dixon uh, get? Uh... I have TCU. I I I I like TCU only because I think Kevin Willard's already focused on Maryland. Yeah. That and I, I, is Bryce Aiken out? I, I I think he's out as well. Or or, well, or maybe he's out he's back in the problem. What yeah, I don't I don't know. I didn't I didn't I haven't seen that. Okay. Yeah, I think Bryce Aiken is out, but I'm not sure. I mean, to Kevin Willard to Maryland, that's a good thing. Yeah, because I think Jamie won a tournament game for the first time since, uh, what, 2014? Maybe earlier. Um, Shoot, yeah, maybe longer than that, I think. It's, yeah, Yeah. it's been, it's been, it's been a very, Let's see. Um, the next, I think the the uh, the year after Butler, no, the year after Butler, they didn't go to the tournament at all. I think it has to be right after the Elite Eight, probably the year after the Elite Eight. Maybe I'm thinking. It's yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he wins a tournament game, if he if he somehow wins two tournament games at uh, at TCU, he should get a lifetime contract. Oh, tough place to win. Yeah, I've, I mean they have one to Lee Nalen, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I've been to the gymnasium too for uh, t- a Texas Christian. It's it's basically a glor- I mean, well, before I renovated, it, it was it was a basically a glorified high school high school gym. I mean, I'm talking division probably probably division one double A, maybe less than that. I mean, it's you know, it, you know, it's not that great of an arena. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, it only seats like 6,000, right? Yeah, rice basketball sits 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 even less, and like it's basically um, it's almost like a glorif- and That's a glorified like middle school gym almost with bleachers. I mean, I I like I like go there because I can get really good seats to watch you know, to watch college basketball. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's just amazing the job he's done there, and like they have such a young team too. I you know they're going to be freaking good again next year. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, it'll just be interesting to see if he can add one or two pieces in the portal and, and really take that thing to the next level. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what he's going to do there. Uh, like you said, they have a young team. So, mm-hmm. you know, they can snag one or two of these, you know, these big-time transfers who are veterans 
Um, yeah. Man, the way the way Jamie gets them gets the team prepped, uh, you know, from you know one day to game time is amazing to me. Uh, if there's one thing that he can do is get guys ready for game day. Yep. 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 He does. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, I mean that's the thing about Jamie is you never can rule him out no matter what because he's always gonna he's always gonna fix up something. Whereas some coaches, well, some coaches you're just uh, you're you're doomed from the start. So <laughs> the uh, I'm I'm reading some Kentucky message boards right now. Oh boy, that's funny. They, I mean, they, they're they're talking about how they actually legitimately hate Calipari. <laughs> oh, that's a bold statement to make. That's a bit that listen. Then again, that's the same as when I I saw a tweet of, of some Yankees fan saying that like you know the, giving me the oh whoa is me like come on man you sound stupid like them, yeah uh, he, 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 if, if I remember you know. correctly because I remember you retweeting this I believe he. Uh, he said uh, that they're the unluckiest franchise ever, or something like that. I t- listen, I'll tell you what. They are the unluckiest <laughs> franchise ever. My God, I, w- I want my team to be the unluckiest franchise ever. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because, yeah, um, I mean, at least, I mean, they have, I mean, they're playing money. I'm sure the Dodgers should have nothing to complain about. I mean, they got some really uh, – okay. you know, They've been sent a whole bunch of whole bunch of people, <laughs> right? right. I, I distanced myself from. I, listen, I gave up my fantasy baseball team to my son. I'm done. I have so little interest in Major League Baseball at this point in my life. It's ridiculous. I'm happy with going to my, you know, Akron. Going to Akron, I'll tune in to see some minor league games, drink some cheap yeah. beer. That's it. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, we got. It's just a disaster. I'll go to the first day and then won't go again. I don't even know if I watched two full innings of Pirates baseball last year. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't watch much Pirates. Well, I mean, other than, other than Houston, so I don't watch much. I mean, but down here it's the Astros, and I didn't watch much pit, pit basketball this year at all. I mean, I listen. You didn't miss much. Yeah, no, you didn't I, um, miss much at all. I, I didn't bother going on. I didn't bother going on Twitter either to, to tweet about it because I just, you know, my 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 feed was nothing but misery. So I I felt like there's no sense of being miserable. I'll just go do some other, go do something else in my life. There, listen, there are people still out there fighting the good fight and holding out hope for Jeff Cable. All you people out there, I don't know how uh, many of you are listening. Maybe two or three. God bless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're 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 just they're they're going down with the ship. Like, You're not a capable believer, uh, was it? It's like the movie Titanic, where the band's still playing while the ship's sinking. There's there's a few guys out there. You know who you are. Where you're still <laughs> playing that 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 violin while the ship's sinking. <laughs> uh-huh. and, and 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 to make it worse, I mean, you got um, who else? I said I'm, I realized yesterday, uh, Parker Stewart and. Um, Marcus Carr are in the are in the NCAA tournament. Well, I think. Uh, well, I think. Dan Xavier Johnson don't mind all these guys. Yep. Uh, all these the tournament don't mind them. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what's funny is uh, is uh, what's his name? Teddy Allen for New Mexico State. Is that his name Teddy? Yeah, Teddy Allen. Mm-hmm. New Mexico State has thirty four or whatever he had. Was didn't play at West Virginia or wasn't good enough at West Virginia. 
and then Oscar has 32 or 30 and 16, and he, and you know, obviously, what he was. So I mean, they're having the same problem. They're running off these kids that are that are that are killing an NCAA tournament. It's it's all over. It's all over. It's so tough to keep kids now. Uh, yeah, which I'm just trying to picture John Hughley in the Kentucky uniform next year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to picture him in the Ohio State scarlet and white. <laughs> yeah, I and, mean, uh, you could certainly see it happening. I don't think he's going to leave. I, he would be one of the few I think is definitely going to stay. Yeah, they stuck could, by him. I could see pretty much everybody except for him and Barton leaving. Well, they had two te- they had two guys leave already, but those guys were more. Um, I mean, Noah Collier and uh, Chris Payton really. They, um, you know, they were just, you know, they're I guess bench warmers. I guess I don't know. They didn't see much time, so they're I'm, I'm not, they're not that big of a loss. So. They had they needed some attrition because they need you know they need to get better players. But uh, you know, it'd be nice if you had one or two guys signed by now. Uh, you know, you can't rely on getting. You know they're probably gonna have end up having six open scholarships. You can't rely on six new portal guys. Like you got to have some sort of class balance. And yeah. Especially, especially being Pitt. I mean, especially being Pitt the past couple of years. I mean, you, you can't. I mean, what are you gonna rely on? Got on other mid major guys. Listen, Mogi was a was a bright spot. Bright spot. Kevin Durant, man. Are you going to keep relying on mid-major guys that nobody else wants mm-hmm. to come in and carry your team? Because if that's the case, it's going to be like Bill Murray and Groundhog's Day. Like, we're going to keep waking up to 21-22, 21-22, 21-22. Because, like, who, can, like, who cares about these guys? Like when I hear people say, "Oh, well, if they had the band day and all year, like okay, they'd have two more." Oh yeah. Like if they had this guy and this guy and this guy, okay, what they they'd have beat uh, Virginia maybe, and they'd have one more. (laughs) Like, but let's let's pump the brakes here and think about getting good players instead of keeping saying, "Well." Oh, well, next year it'll be, well, Will Jefferson, he's only supposed, he really should only be a, a sophomore because he's, guys, enough. <laughs> like, he is what his grade is right now. Yeah. Yeah, once you're in college, nobody cares about any of that stuff. I, I mean, yeah. you know, it, no one's going to feel bad that you enter college early, you know, when they're dunking on you as a 24-year-old. What's yeah, I mean, when he's in the portal and ends up at St. Francis and Loretto uh, in a year, I mean, we'll all say, well, you know, technically he should be a senior right now. I mean, he should be a sophomore right now or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, give me the guys like Peter Kiss who are 25 that can lead the uh, nation in scoring. You know? Exactly. The, the game in 2022 is unfortunate as it may be. The game is going to be in college is going to be won and lost with a lot of older guys now, unless yeah. they're a top twenty-five kid. Yeah, right. We even so like you know, Kentucky like they have, how many how many top twenty-five kids did they have on the team? Like there's just so much variance that like you have to have older teams, but it's just yeah, like, and even yeah. you know like yeah. like, yeah. like yeah. you said, I mean, look, you can't really rely on. 
Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> what else we got? Well, what do you guys think of Mitch Trubitsky and, uh, <laughs> oh, and yeah. the Steelers? I, I know Warzu. Oh, hey, we got all our draft Trubisky. picks, my man. Yeah. That's all everybody's worried I, I think worried the Steelers about. have had a great free agency period. No, they mm-hmm. didn't. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was a little skeptical at first, but then, man, I mean, <clears throat> once once he sent that first shot out, they just kept rolling. I mean, the Miles Jack, the Miles Jack, Maybe a farrier two point move. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, he gives you a solid guy in the middle to stop the run. I mean, how many how many games did we give up a hundred hundred plus yards last year? That was the worst Steeler defense against the run that I've ever seen in my lifetime. No oh, doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, that was like that was like guaranteed. You know. No matter, they could be 28th against the pass, but you always could guarantee that they're going to be in the top five and run defense. No doubt. Oh, yeah. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. I mean, if you if you get to it back, you know, and then you have all these, these signings, you know, even like Witherspoon, I like that. I like them re-signing him. Like, yeah. you know, he, they've just had a really good, a solid off-season so far. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what they're going to do at receiver. I'd like to see him, you know, like somebody like Chris Olave fall to them and then just jump all over him because basically they have Deontay Johnson and then a bunch of one-trick ponies. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't see many things they could have done better. I, you know, I agree. I, and I was catching a lot of flack because for the past few days on social media, I was saying the Steelers should take a wide receiver early and look, guys, I get it. I'm used to it for giving opinions on Twitter and people killing me and then I'm right. But now it's looking like the Steelers are going to take, maybe take a wide receiver in the first round yeah. or maybe trade, but, or maybe trade back or up in this, just take one early. Um, yeah. The one thing I never understood is how people are saying the Steelers should take a cornerback. But they're terrible at drafting cornerbacks. So why would you want a team who's terrible at drafting a certain position to take said position in the first yeah. round? Um, but I'm with you. I mean, Alave, Garrett Wilson, a guy I like is Pickens, but I don't know if 20 is the right spot. But I'm with you. I, I think they need playmakers. Um, they got, like you said, they got too many one trick ponies, Claypool, go route only, jet sweep. That's it. Um, Oof. I think they need a receiver. Yep. Yep. Oh, they can, but, uh, they can, Jordan, I can take away for Jordan Asson next year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm ho- listen, I'm hoping CJ Stroud. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. All the, all those things would be, would be great. Yeah, those would all be great. Do we, do we think? I mean, a guy, that, a guy that they could get maybe is that Dawson from Penn State. I don't know what you guys think about him. Um, uh, you know, maybe okay. trade back in the late first, trade up, trade up a little bit in the second. Um, that could be a guy that they get some value with. Yeah, I, I think he's uh, he's not fast enough for my liking. Mm-hmm. I, I know he ran like what do you run like a four four three. Yeah, I mean, they're, it, it's sad, but that's like not even fast for his size. My, I agree. And yeah. Even even talking about all these receivers and the sky more thing, I think they need 
that big that big true wide receiver number one mm-hmm. um who's just bigger and physical like the AJ Brown uh along those lines the T Higgins yeah. you know the borderline wide receiver one um I think that's what they need even though the guys that are at the top of the board this year kind of are more wiry, uh, you know, pop the top off to be like Olave and Pickens. Uh, I think that's a guy. Honestly, Pickens, I think, might be the guy that the Steelers should target, and maybe they are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't care who it is out of, out of those wide receivers. If they pick one in the first round, I'm cool with any of them. Yeah, just yeah. I agree with you. Just get a – Honestly, as long as they take the biggest playmaker and the best guy on the board, I don't care. I saw people saying yeah. trade up for that Jordan Davis. I'm not trading up and using draft capital <laughs> for a defensive tackle. No, no, no. Mm-mm. I mean that it, it, with with Jordan Davis and, and then Hayward and, and assuming Tua came back though, like you would have like the best defensive line in the league. No, no, that, to me, I feel like Tua is not going to play another down for the Steelers. Maybe that's – You don't think so? I, I just, something, too, just, something doesn't seem right to me. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I – I, at some point, like, it, doesn't it seem like he, that he probably missed most of last year because of his brother's death? So, there's rumors that – that he that he failed drug tests or, or was oh, wow. failed drugs. There's something really? to do with failing drug tests <laughs> where he where he where that I don't know. That's yeah. just what I heard. Yeah, so, that's interesting. But we'll we'll that's see. Interesting. That that's just what I heard in the last couple of days that you know he couldn't really pass a drug test that so he used that whole. Definitely. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. Um, let's see. They're saying Watson's going to uh, Atlanta, so maybe Juju probably follows. Follows. They're saying Juju may follow him to Atlanta. We'll see what happens there. Go, Listen, you guys. You guys can have. They can have James Washington. They can have Juju. Take him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was the, yeah. That was the I'd like thing. Juju back. Yeah. It's just basically it's the right price. Yeah, sure for Juju, but. I'm 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 kind of over it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't care either way. I, to me, all that stuff like that, like you know, people thinking like all oh, that that stuff matters. Like that, the TikTok and all that BS does not matter to, to no. you know, winning or losing. No, I mean it, it, it's just a, it it's annoying. His his him his uh, social media is affecting me. And annoying me, so that's why <laughs> it, it, it's really I would like, like I'm to sorry, go and be a part of the organization just for my sanity. Just, just to always, it, it, but honestly, and it's both sides. It's the juju haters and the juju lovers who both junk up my timeline and make me absolutely crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. That was a prompter. Yep, five more minutes. Uh. Yeah, I just don't, I don't care either way about Juju. I just I I couldn't like, I it would be nice for Mark Madden to find a new person to pick on. Yeah, he's he's been hurting for a new person. You know, you know, with, with, with whatever tired, I don't know, I don't know what he's gonna do with himself. Right, right. 
Well, it, it, it's uh, the the uh, the person he has to pick on now is T.J. Watt, so he can prove he's not racist. <laughs> 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 that's, that's to the point. It's just so stupid. Like, yeah. you, you know, he, he's just an ass. He's picking on on these people because that's what he does. Like, it's not. It has nothing to do with the race. It's just, I, I uh, think both sides are idiots, to be honest. He's just like, oh, I got to pick T.J. Watt so I don't look racist anymore. <laughs> uh, like you have, you have, a, you have the people. You're the people that wake up in the morning and are, and, are, and want to, like, tweet at Mark, about Mark Madden and how horrible he is. And then right, you have the right. people that wake up in the morning and want to rush to defend Mark Madden against all those losers that want to tweet about Mark Madden. Uh, I, I remember I was on the way to a class, night class at Point Park, and Jerome Bettis was supposed to make an appearance on Mark's show. And he he bailed out on Mark on the last minute because of I guess because of his show on KK I guess they felt that there would be a conflict of interest, and men ripped him all throughout the sh- I guess throughout the show I got I got a class and he was still ripping Bettis I guess he was saying that you know that uh, he said that uh, Bettis you know had sex with with Jenna Jameson, and, and that and, and that I, was that was ripping on him. Yeah, he was doing. Like, <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess you can say. I guess you said it's not really ripping, but uh, he he carried a grudge against Bettis for so long after that, but he just couldn't stand Jerome Bettis. Like he just, I think he I think Heinz Ward this. Hmm? He didn't like any of those guys except for Ben. Yeah, I think it's because Ben lived by him. Supposedly. He hated. You know now now of course he's he's doubling back on Heinz because of Juju, but he yeah, because it was good for his rating. Yeah, he called him. He used to call him Wines Hard. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a. I mean, such a simple but hilarious nickname. <laughs> uh, so, all right, what do we got? Like two minutes left. Let's get let's get one last subject in. Mm-hmm. All right, what do we got? We gotta see uh, about the Penguins. <laughs> <laughs> What what's what's the drink of choice for the NCAA tournament? Oh man, I mean, look. So, uh, I I was unfortunately diagnosed with a gluten allergy, so it's either vodka tonic, Oof. or it got to be a white one. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Well, you know my uh, my buddy actually uh, owns uh, my buddy from high school actually owns uh, one of those gluten free beer uh, companies that's based out of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Or, oh, oh, that dude. That I drink them all the time. Really? Oh, cool. That's that's my third. That's my only other option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T- two of my buddies started that company. Yeah, man. I drink them all the time. That's my. That's the only beer I can drink. Yeah, they're not bad. They're just so damn expensive. Yeah. Listen, that's everything gluten free is triple the price of regular shit. Right. Right. You know, I, it, it's funny. We didn't even know what gluten was when we were growing up. Now, no, we just ate. Ten years ago, when <laughs> I was working in the restaurant business, and people would give me their restrictions and say they're gluten free. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just I ate whatever, so it didn't, you know, matter. I think I didn't really, I didn't really have, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I really had a cashew allergy until I ate cashews at work one day, and my stomach felt like I ate like a bunch of glass. Uh, my one of my buddies <laughs> in college was sitting at a random party popping some peanuts and looked at us and said, are these cashews? And boom, all of a sudden, 
face blew <laughs> up. Had to get him out of there to the hospital. It was brutal. Uh, <laughs> well, oh my. Well, we got 15 seconds, so I guess we can end it here. Yeah, yeah. Good Thanks talking to you guys. Uh, felt like I was back on college radio. Let's let's yeah. do it again. Yeah. Yep, sounds good. No doubt. I guess. All right. All right.